0: Suppressing your intuition is like trying not to itch and itch. You hear it, it's so obvious, and yet you try so hard to ignore it. And Why is that? Is it out of fear? Is it out of others' judgments, opinions, whatever it may be? When your intuition is louder than any other voice, you can't help but to follow it. Regardless of the trials and the tribulations, you find yourself pursuing your passions because you know that if you didn't, you would regret it for the rest of your life. And so with that being said, I think there is a reason as to why you're listening to this today. I think there is a calling. I think there is something on your heart that you just need to accept, let go, and trust in. I hope you enjoy today's episode as we discuss quitting my 9-to-5, what it took for me to finally let go, and setting boundaries with not only my relationships, but myself. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am so grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. Welcome back, my fellow Earth Angels. How are all of you? Oh, I'm so, 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 so thankful to be here today. A quick little side note before we hop into anything, I am playing chakra frequencies in the background so if you hear any of that uh, please do enjoy (laughs) and if you don't enjoy that I'm sorry I really just felt a calling on my heart to do it but today I am very very excited as I am with every episode like I say but I am very excited to discuss what we are talking about today which is quitting my nine-to-five letting go of the fear that was so... Heavily burdening me and setting boundaries with not only my partner but with my parents, my siblings, and myself. It has been a crazy, lovely, beautiful, difficult roller coaster the past six months, but. I say this all the time, but I feel like I'm just continuing to get to know myself on a even deeper level, and I will say that meditation was the very beginning of it all. I know it may sound a little cheesy, but being able to finally go inward instead of being so focused on the outward allowed me to have new realizations, new perspectives, new outlooks, In a sense, I got to know myself deeper. I tapped into childhood trauma. I was able to heal wounds that I didn't even know I suppressed in my subconscious and let it dictate my life. I was able to, and still am able to, see what is going on internally that I can't normally focus on because I'm so focused on something else. Whether it be my job, a book, uh, cleaning, etc. Meditation is that space where I'm not doing anything externally, other than being with what is. I let my thoughts run. I let my breath deepen. Sometimes I do certain breath works, but I'm starting to realize that meditation is not this one set in stone thing. It doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't need to sit in a certain position or whatever it may be. You can simply lie on your back. Take 10 to 15 extremely deep belly breaths and just focus on the breath see what comes up a lot of the time for me i get emotional release so if i have pent up aggression or sadness it tends to just flow and i'm able to see where it stems from and not only let it be and find balance by just loving it and giving it space but forgive it and accept it and I know there is debate behind whether or not you should just forgive or just accept but I think your intuition will just know and when it comes to you know how I might have been raised around possibly diet culture or my parents divorce me being the oldest sibling if you know you know instead of um, just accepting it I I forgave it because my parents showed up the best that they could and that's that's truthfully what I had to leave it at. I didn't want to create a story. I didn't want to overthink it. I just started working on myself internally and realized that it has completely shifted my external world. I didn't do it to shift my external world. I genuinely did it because I was at at such a low. Uh, I I don't know how to admit this to any of you, but uh, I'm gonna do it. I have been working jobs since I was 15 years old, very unsure of what I wanted to do with my life. The only thing that ever felt very right with me was traveling and I think traveling is one of the biggest things you have to let go of all control of what you think it's going to look like. I guess in a sense you can say that with every aspect of any life, but I feel travel that is so heavy. There is not guaranteed success There is not guaranteed um, safety or financial freedom, whatever it may be. There are a lot of risks involved. And I genuinely will say meditation has allowed me to go inward and realize that a lot of that fear was not only rooted in other people's fears, their opinions, um, their past conditionings, but in my own generational trauma, my grandparents being immigrants, them coming here to find safety find that office job whether both my grandparents were accountants or whatever it may be just finding that security and it's been so driven into my brain that we're supposed to stay with where we were originally born that to do anything outside of that makes my physical body uncomfortable and it makes me feel stress. and so what I've been doing recently is trying to and I, excuse me if, excuse me if I say this incorrectly, but I'm still educating myself on all of this. I'm very passionate about rewiring the neurons in our brain and overcoming past conditioning and rewriting our genetic codes. And anyway, what I'm learning is that our genes are extremely affected by our environment. And I will read you a chapter from the book that i am currently reading right now you guys would be proud of me this is actually the first book that i find myself wanting to read and making the time to read i don't know why reading has always been something that is difficult for me but as with all things i think if i genuinely put the time and dedication i will learn to not only make the space for it but get better at it and also i feel like reading has helped me articulate myself better i just speak better just overall i just feel more in the present moment when i make a habit such as reading so anyway i'm going to read you this short little chapter about what i'm discussing before i sound like a total doofus so this is on page 11 of becoming supernatural by dr joe dispensa and this is in the chapter uh, opening the door to the supernatural I don't know why I said I was going to read you guys a chapter. We're not going to sit here and read a whole fucking chapter. I'm going to read a paragraph. I, I don't know where I got chapter from. Anyway, you know what I meant. So he says that um, genes don't create disease. Instead, the environment signals the gene to create disease. So... Uh, one of his clients, for example, is Anna. So Anna understood that if her emotions were the chemical consequences of her experiences in her environment, and if she lived every day by the same emotions from her past, she was selecting and instructing the same genes that might be causing her poor health conditions. If she could instead embody the emotions of her future life, by embracing those emotions before the experience actually happened, she could change her genetic expression and actually change her body to be biologically aligned with her new future." Boom. Wow. Just wow. Wow, 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 wow. And I resonate so heavy with that. Just so heavy because I see it in my own life and I know when you hear that it's like, what? like it it kind of doesn't make any sense because in my opinion human comprehension in comparison to consciousness as a collective is so fickle however you really feel it energetically and if you if you were just listening to what i read i hope that it resonated with you in the same way because doing things like meditation affirmations deep breath work rewiring the way in which your brain works literally changes your entire perspective it allows you to focus on what you're truly passionate about it allows you to let go of fear it allows you to love in every moment of your life regardless of the season that you're in it allows you to find blessing and gratitude and connection and i know that i speak about this all the time but it's really really what I am passionate about is where all of my intention really goes in my life is bettering the self and not necessarily being like on toxic positivity but making space for all aspects, really trying to embody a place of peace within my own body regardless again of where I am and really really taking the symbolism of the yin and the yang and making it a real aspect of my life being okay with the anger being okay with the frustration not creating a story and being okay with the joy and being okay with the happiness and again not creating a story just letting it be what it is because at the end of the day our souls are uh what's the word our souls are androgynous and they don't need anything they don't desire anything they just are and so when you get into that space it's Very overwhelming. It's saddening. It's euphoric. It's amazing. It's all emotions in one. It's something beyond human comprehension. And I just need to get into traveling. But again, what I wanted to just touch on was how meditation has opened my mind to allow me to see the corruption behind the rat race that I've been put into and not only allowing me to see it, but allowing me to break free from it in a way in which my human nature just unfolds my human nature just aligns and i know again that may sound crazy but i see it again in my own life there is something very special about your nature there is something very special about your intuition and that guidance with inside of you and the more that you trust it the louder it gets i i really promise you that and If it, if you feel like you're second guessing yourself or questioning yourself, then that's not your intuition. Like that's not your intuition. And if your intuition is telling you something and you're trying to convince yourself otherwise, and you know, you're trying to convince yourself otherwise, because you're saying it to other people or even saying it to yourself, even though deep down, you know, you're lying to yourself, that thing that, you know, you're lying to yourself about, that's your intuition. So, so listen to that. Um, And deciding to quit my 9 to 5, we're just going to hop into it, deciding to quit my 9 to 5 was extremely difficult. I had this idea that I was going to work in hospitality and travel somehow because of that by working in different locations. I don't really know what my idea was, but at the end of the day, you could tell the underlying reason as to why I did it was travel. It had nothing to do with wanting the corporate job. It had nothing to do with working my way up in the company. It had everything to do with the freedom and the privileges because... The media makes you believe that if you don't have a quote-unquote secure job then you are a failure or you're setting yourself up for failure or you don't have your life together or whatever whatever the story may be and i'm starting to realize that all of that is illusion all of that is a construct there literally is no rules we've made the rules i think there is a rule between light and dark good and bad but at the end of the day you really are just a human on earth experiencing creation and in whatever way you want that to be whether you want to go live in the city and become the CEO of a company that's wonderful if that is your passion but if you don't want to do that you don't need to feel bad about it if you really want to live in your car and travel state to state and you think you can't do it I promise you you can it's really just the fear that's holding you back. You will find ways to do it, whether it's creating a Shopify, whether it's starting a YouTube channel, whether it's investing in stocks, whether it's starting a podcast, whether it's selling all of your stuff, whether it's saving up for an extremely amount, uh, long amount of time and working a job you may not love, but kind of like kind of maybe a restaurant job or an English teaching job, you can travel by teaching English, you can do workaways. you can stay in hostels, guys the list goes on but the thing is though is when you start with the passion and the drive you will do the research and you will educate yourself on how to make it happen you just have to let go of the fear of a social construct i'm not saying that if you have spent so much time in college to become a nurse to become a doctor to become a lawyer to become uh, an accountant to become whatever whatever the hell it may be i'm not telling you to drop out please do not do that Finish your education, and again, I, I don't want you to be upset by that. But you've made that commitment, you've made that goal, you've put that education in, you've put that investment in, and in and in my opinion, education can be a wonderful thing as long as you are in the present moment about it, as long as you are intentional about it, and as long as you know that it's benefiting you. However, if you do feel like your soul is calling you to drop out, I'm not telling you to drop out. I'm not telling you to drop out. I would actually recommend that you finish what you started, uh, but. If it's literally draining your mental health, if you can't find yourself getting out of bed, if you're drowning yourself in substances, whether it's your phone, food, drugs, etc. Maybe that's a sign that what you're doing is not working for you. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're a sad person. It doesn't mean that you have to live a bad life forever and that finally graduating will solve all of your problems because no, those same problems will carry on, to you, carry on with you. Moments like that should be signals of, oh shit, I need to work on something. I need to sit with myself. I need to ask myself, why am I negatively coping? Why am I harming myself? Why am I not being gentle with myself? Why am I being so harsh on myself? And by working these jobs, I, I, I'm grateful for them because i've gotten to know myself and and i don't think that i would be where i am today if not for these jobs i don't think that i would have just decided to let go and i don't think i would have had a story or even a perspective of what it's like to work a nine to five what it's like to work at a restaurant what it's like to work at a country club a yoga studio where else have i worked a nanny uh i know i've done more stuff i've worked a lot of freaking jobs uh but anyway I realized that those are all part of my 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 journey, my story. Those are all parts of who I am because I've always been like that. I've always been the type to have a bunch of different jobs and save up here and there and learn what I need to learn in that moment. And then the second that I don't feel called to do it anymore, I kind of just go through the motions and find the next thing. And that's fine. You know, I've been kind of just looking at the future for so long that when I do now take a step back and look at all of it I'm like wow I kind of already am pursuing the life that I manifest so heavily I have eight to nine or sorry not eight to nine seven to eight I just finished my eighth so I'm starting my ninth journal uh full of manifestations full of discussing things like this where I talk about traveling where I talk about growing my social media business where I talk about starting a podcast where I talk about Uh, investing where I talk about learning more about stocks and the list the list really goes on but I'm seeing a lot of what I write down come to fruition and this if I can be a sign for you that manifestation is real (laughs) it is real please please make the time and the effort to do it for yourself not for anybody else I will say I lost a lot we'll start getting into boundaries I will say I lost a lot of myself when I got into my relationship. I was really enveloped in him. And in the moment, you don't realize it because you're just so in love. You're just so, so in love. But I started to mimic his personality. I started to like the things he liked. And in a sense, I already did, but... I noticed that I suppressed more of what I was into in order. I don't even think he realized it. It's not even his fault. I just did it instinctually. It's it's a, a something that comes from a trauma deep within me that I now can recognize and will never allow uh, to happen again, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in a future relationship, whether it's in my relationship now, uh, whatever it may be. I'm literally open to anything, but um my relationship right now uh we are in so much of a better place but it feels like almost like we started dating all over again because I he's gotten to know me like actually me and not this girl that I Created for him to fall in love with it wasn't this persona and I realize now that I did that with every relationship that I was in was I created a persona and I had no boundaries no boundaries I just let people walk all over me and dictate my actions and um, how I viewed myself and of course, of course I take responsibility in my part and everything that's ever happened however, my perspective was so lost in what other people viewed me as. And with my relationship and with all of my other past relationships, I would start to like the music that they liked more. I'd start to dress more like them. I'd start to like the activities they liked more. I would just, I feel like I've never really had the time to really get to know myself enough to show up as myself in a relationship, to not show up as this persona that I think they would like. And I think a lot of us get caught in that trap. It's so, so unfortunate. But just recognizing it will allow you to move through. And the first thing that I did was create my first real, real boundary was asking him for space. Not necessarily in that way because it comes off like, oh my gosh, we're going to break up. We're definitely not going to break up. Uh, But just seeing like, hey, I need an extra two days a week to myself to meditate, to go to the beach by myself, to record a podcast, to edit videos, to film videos, to just be with myself, watch a movie, Uh, I don't know, spend time with family, just live life independently, not be so codependent and not be so enveloped in his life that I lost sight of my own and it's been really, really beneficial It's actually made our relationship stronger. I feel like he's gotten to know himself even deeper. He's able to focus on himself a lot more. And overall, I think there's a misconception behind not being with your partner all the time. Maybe it's different for other couples, but for us we work well when we have boundaries and and by me creating boundaries it's allowed him to create boundaries it's allowed him to speak more truths it's allowed him to connect deeper with himself and i am so grateful that by just letting go of the fear of what he may think I was able to curate so much more space of love. So much more space of peace and of safety and contentment with the here and now. We're not focused on our relationship a year from now. We're not focused on our relationship two years from now, three years from now. We're not really focused on having a place or a pet. We're focused on the here and now. The space that we can curate together in the here and now. Loving one another in the here and now. And not worrying about getting married, not worrying about how long it's going to last or if we're going to die together or whatever the fuck it may be because I didn't realize how much I let that sort of fear also dictate my relationship and not let me just be with him. And he is such a, a perfect example of divine masculine whether he wants to realize it or not. It's just he's so gentle, he's so loving, he's so comfortable with showing his feminine side he's just comfortable with being himself and i cannot thank him enough for allowing me to have the space to grow into the woman that i am today because i truly don't think that i would have had the desire to become better or you know i'll be honest yeah i truly don't think that i would have had the desire to become better if it wasn't for him i felt like we were two souls that were seeking awakening and came together and are now one dancing as two and it's magical and it's beautiful and although we have totally different life plans and passions, for some reason we're like twin flames, we're like soul flames. We just flow so effortlessly together. And he compliments me so well and I compliment him so well and I can't think um grace and divine intelligence and God enough for showing me what it is to be unconditionally loved and I can only pray that everybody does the same or wants the same or pursues the same not only in their relationships but with themselves unconditional love in my opinion is the ultimate boundary it's the boundary of sharing your truth in a gentle and kind way letting someone know when you're frustrated letting someone know when you need your alone time letting someone know when hey i'm sorry i didn't text you back my mental health hasn't been too great lately um but thank you for your patience and i hope you have the space for me right now you know not trauma dumping on someone Asking someone if they have the space to um, hear you out, because you never know what state they're in, right? So it's just important to be aware of everyone, as if they are yourself. They are an extension of yourself. Because I talked about it in the last episode, but microdosing and overall experimenting with psilocybin has been one of, again, the most life-changing things that I've ever done for myself. It's cured. Um, my ED. It has opened up my eyes to love. It has changed my perspective of my relationships. It has shown me how to be more in the present moment, how to be more creative, how to see color more clearly. I just think that capitalism and corporations and pharmaceuticals, they really, really, really want to just control the population because we humans are capable of so much there's just so many of us the vast majority of us are either silenced um, we don't have the right resources or we are stuck in westernized culture and past conditioning and generational trauma and we haven't been given the grace to see it any other way I don't know that's just my perspective folks (laughs) i hope you enjoyed today's episode i wanted to read a little bit of one of my journal entries lately and then a little bit of the book that i've been reading just one last little paragraph and something that i really loved within it and then we'll call it i i was today's episode was really lovely (laughs) i hope you enjoy this journal entry somehow intuition always knows Whether the conscious decides to accept before or after the cards have been dealt is entirely up to the ego. I will say my ego finds a lot of joy in aesthetics. It is not necessarily evil, however, it is still attachment, desire if you will. The expectation of what is and is meant to be must be humbled through the revelation of emptiness, that the meaning, validation, and or boast found in the physical world really have no means to fulfill the soul. Are they gratifying euphoric absolutely however real true bliss the very nature of our human roots is transcended when the entity as a whole recognizes divine connection oneness the endless journey the traveler's ascension home okay and then here's a little excerpt from uh the book i'm reading right now the one i was reading earlier becoming supernatural this is page Thirty-three, 3 um, and this is the second paragraph starting on the second sentence he says this thinking feeling loop also produces a measurable electromagnetic field that surrounds our physical bodies in fact our bodies are always emitting light energy or frequencies that carry a specific message information or intention By the way, when I say light, I am not just referring to the light we see, but to all spectrums of light, including x-rays, cell phone waves, and microwaves. In the same way, we also receive vital information that is carried on different frequencies. So, we are always sending and receiving electromagnetic energy. Here's how that works. When we think a thought, those networks of neurons that fire in our brain create electrical charges. When those thoughts also cause a chemical reaction that results in a feeling or an emotion as well as when a familiar feeling or emotion is driving our thoughts those feelings create magnetic charges they merge with the thoughts that create the electrical charges to produce a specific electromagnetic field equal to your state of being think of emotions as energy and motion we won't read much more but uh yeah he is amazing i really really stand behind his work that is from dr joe dispensa if you don't want to get his book i really recommend checking him out on youtube he is life-changing uh i will say be open-minded to him being incorrect be open-minded to have your own realizations but In terms of just getting a good understanding of rewiring our brain, uh, changing how we view the world, our perspective, uh, curing our body of stress-related diseases, uh, regulating our hormones, etc., etc., he is a great foundation, great, great, great foundation, and I cannot recommend this book enough. I'm only on page 60, 50 or 60, sorry, Uh, but I just got it like two or so days ago, and I am, again, not the best at reading, but doing my very best, and this book has me fully immersed so again totally recommend but anyway with that being said my loves we're going to officially end this episode it has been lovely i cannot believe we're officially on episode 30 and i totally forgot to mention that my birthday was almost 10 days ago so i turned 20 years old (laughs) kind of crazy uh but not that crazy at all i feel the same just growing every day i feel a little different every day i don't feel like a totally new person just because i'm quote unquote 20 when that's just a concept anyway (laughs) i will see you all in the next one my loves peace